welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for a new video. Today, I wanna share something pretty important to your print-on-demand business. Now, this may or may not apply to you, but it applies to a lot of people that I see when they're in my like Facebook groups asking for advice, why they're not getting sales. Uh, and this is one of the most obvious ones that I think it's almost, it's like your brain switches when you begin selling and you start seeing marketplaces as a seller. And I do think that's a good thing at times, but you can't forget to also evaluate what you're doing from the buyer's perspective. And what I'm gonna show you hopefully will set in and resonate and be pretty obvious after I sit down and show you some examples. But I wanna show you what I think may be the number one reason that you and other people may be failing at print on demand. And I'm also gonna give you some suggestions of how to fix it at the end. So I'm gonna go jump on my computer and we can get started. Thank you for joining me guys. I really hope you find this video valuable. If you do, all I ask, hit that like button. And if you're not subscribed, hit that big red button. I know about half of you guys are unsubscribed because YouTube tells me. And uh, real quick, if you didn't know, I've got a link in the description to a print-on-demand mega pack giveaway. It's free to enter and uh, you can increase the likelihood of winning by performing little tasks like following me on Instagram, liking me on Facebook, little things like that. All right, before we start, let me introduce myself. In case this is your first time watching one of my videos, I'm Ryan Hoog. I've sold over $1.7 million on Amazon to date. I have a free print-on-demand mini course delivered to your inbox over eight days via email. If you'd like to check that out, link in the description. I've also got a print-on-demand Facebook community. I'd love to have you there. I publish income reports on the first day of each month. This is one of the things that sets me apart from a lot of other YouTubers. I don't want you to just trust me because I'm a talking head on a screen. You know, there's far too much of that going on in America as it is already right now. Um, not related to print on demand, but related to other things. And I, would, I want you to trust me. So I put these together on the first day of every month. Do me a favor, subscribe to my channel. You can follow along. You can even go back in time, check my progress. And I wrote a full print on demand course, over 70 lectures, constantly expanding it. You can check that out. Link in the description if you're interested. All right, so... Let's get back to the topic why a lot of people are failing at print on demand. And I talked in depth about why or what what the role of thumbnails are if you're selling on the major e-commerce websites. I guess I kind of skipped one thing that people fail at, which is starting their own website or selling on platforms like Teespring and not being on the platforms that work for us. When I say work for us, I'm saying like it, we can sell on platforms like Amazon, Etsy, Redbubble, you know, big ones that get lots of organic traffic that will market our products for us. Redbubble's great about that. They run retargeting ads. And if anybody clicks our product and doesn't buy, but they think there's a chance, or especially if they add to cart, Redbubble's gonna pay on our behalf. They don't charge us. They'll do retargeting ads to bring that customer back and have them check out. So definitely take advantage of that. That's one of the biggest things, right? But assuming that you are capitalizing on the major e-commerce platforms that already get customers who trust in the brand and they come there expecting to buy, your thumbnails, right? This is the next thing that can matter. And I'm just borrowing this from my previous video from um, last night, actually. I feel like it was longer than that, but <laughs> I guess it was just yesterday. I can put a link in the uh, YouTube cards right here but you can check that out. It'll help you build better thumbnails because I think there's a big difference between these two listings in search results. I think that the one that makes the design the hero of the image of the thumbnail real estate space has a much higher likelihood of getting clicked. But 
we also had another gap between being on the major e-commerce platform and thumbnails mattering. And the gap that we need to, uh, that I want to evaluate in this video is niche targeting. (laughs) And it's not just niche targeting, but I'm going to break down what that truly means. It means both finding high demand niches, but then also evaluating the competition aspect of it. And I guess I could maybe in another video go into the role that keywords play more or less, but that wasn't my plan for tonight's video. Cause if I talked about all this stuff, um, well, I do have a whole, a whole course that kind of breaks all of this down. But like, if I talked about all this in one YouTube video, I'd be here forever. So tonight I want to talk about how to evaluate competition because you can be selling in a great niche. A, a ton of people watch my top five niches of the week videos, which by the way, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, that's my Sunday video series where every Sunday I look at what's selling on Amazon, the number one e-commerce marketplace in the world. And I look for niches that are, you know, I don't necessarily validate the competition. Sometimes I do. If I see low competition on these high value niches, these trending niches, I'll usually distinguish it for you. And I'll say, Hey, like not only is this niche selling really well right now, but it's relatively new from the looks of it. And, uh, the competition is, is light compared to some of the more obvious ones like the 2020 election, you know, like I've talked about how people are selling shirts that are in the voting sub niche of the 2020 election. But a lot of people I see selling t-shirts that just say vote, you know, and it's like you're the 999,000th shirt that says vote or that is indexed on the very broad, not long tail keyword vote, right? You're, you're like the millionth one in the last two weeks. So those little things matter. And I, I just, you know, I got plenty of people sharing their content in my Facebook groups and I want to, you know, give a wearable, wearable art CW design. I want to give them the advice that they requested. All right. I honestly was just scrolling. I was like, I know sooner or later I'm going to find somebody looking for advice. Came across this first. This is, this is in my print on demand Facebook group. They said, hello, I need advice. It's been almost three months since I started Redbubble, more than 800 designs. So first and foremost, I love that they've got 800 designs. A lot of people, they they consider giving up and they've got like 50 designs. And it's like, come on, like 50, you know, a separate topic, but it may take you a long time to make a design and get it posted, but it's on you to make it take less time. I promise you, you can optimize your workflows. You can you know, I don't, I, it's something I bring up all the time, but I promise you, if you just put a concerted effort into learning a new keyboard shortcut each day, or, um, you know, I don't know, for me, it's everything. It's multiple monitors. It's I'm comfortable with my keyboard, my mouse. I use the same mouse, this mouse for 15 years. Like, I mean, not the exact same. Cause it was like the MX 510 and I was using it for gaming. And then I got the 518 cause they stopped making the 510. Anyways, the whole point of me sharing that is consistency. This mouse feels like an extension of my body so I can click things fast. And I know that that I sound like a crazy person right now, but I promise those little seconds, they add up. So be efficient, um, get more designs up. But I love, they have 800 designs up, man. I go on these tangents like a crazy person too, but they have abstract art, acrylics. I even tried to follow trends and created designs. I got two sales in the first month and since then nothing. I also got into Amazon, but still in tier 10. All my designs follow trends and at 1307 price point. I like that, but are you cycling your older designs that didn't sell and replacing them with new ones from my top five niches of the week, for instance? I would recommend that. I refuse to believe all my work that bad. Now, one thing, just, uh, I'm just saying like, maybe, you know, you might be English second language, which may confuse your keywords, which if you're not assisting the algorithm in the keyword matching, 
Um, that's not doing yourself any favors. So I'm just guessing. I don't know this person personally. Uh, can you please take a look right at this point? I feel like giving up. Thank you. All right, let's take a look at their Redbubble shop. All right, here we are. First and foremost, the shop looks great. I didn't plan on this being a shop review, but I'm not going to lie. I took like a 30 second glance at this shop before I did this video. And I figured that I would be able to get the point across that I wanted to illustrate using some of these, um, these products and these listings. So let's, uh, I guess it doesn't really matter where we start. Like, I mean, we'll start here with your shop. Uh, the first listing here. This is really what I want to illustrate is what are you signaling to the algorithm? And it's not in, this isn't just for Redbubble. This can be for Amazon or anywhere else. What are you signaling to the algorithm uh, using keywords as like, meaning like, what are we saying that they should associate our product with? What keywords are we signaling that when a customer comes and searches that our product should be relevant to? The biggest, heaviest weighted uh, keywords that we can include on pretty much every platform are the title. So let's see, Romanian, Sarmali with vines and cabbage. So let's just grab these keywords right here and let's go to Redbubble and let's search it. Let's be the customer, all right? So first and foremost, uh, you've only got four results and I'm going to come on over here to my search merch tool where because Redbubble doesn't give us a BSR to even know if this niche is selling. So let's look right here at Amazon that gives us a BSR and get an indicator of if this niche is selling. All right, so as you guys can see, a BSR of 2.4 million, 1.5, 5.8, you know, and are these even relevant? Kind of, but not really. So what this is saying is like this niche may not even really be a, ne a product niche. So you kind of tried to create one out of thin air and even the like fringe Amazon products that are indexed on these keywords are BSRs of like millions, which means they're getting a sale like less than one a month, you know, probably one every other month on average. So it's not a good start as far as like niche targeting goes. And on Redbubble, you've got no competition, but it's probably for good reason. So that's just one example. Notice what I did there though. It's like take the keywords that you're telling the platform to associate you with, search them. How much competition do you have? Are you on page one by default because you've got low competition or, you know, how much, how many pages are there of results? Three, five, 50, a thousand. And then, you know, Redbubble doesn't really signal to us exactly how much something's selling. So you can always go to Amazon Use DS Amazon Quick View, my favorite Chrome extension. I did a video talking about it, I think last week or the week before. It all time just blends together these days, but check that out. It, it indicates, or it's a good indicator of uh, sales velocity. Anyways, what's the next one? Fractal pattern, know your parasites, know your parasites. Let's just pick a couple products and just go through this a couple times. Um, you know, these acrylic abstract art, like, you might want to give that. I'm just saying you might want to give it up. Like, I don't know how to differentiate yourself by doing this. Like magic acrylic abstract art. So if I go up to Redbubble and I search that, all right, 341 results. I mean, I don't know if you're okay. There you are. No, there you are. So you have a whole row of results right here, but I mean, you know, better than anybody if this niche is selling or not, if it's not selling, you didn't need to make, you know, four rows worth of search results. Just move on. Um, make silence louder. All right. Let's copy paste that into here. Boom. Your first 
you are the only person selling this. Well, you and two other people, but it looks like you're really the only person that has the actual keyword matching. And it's just you. You're the only person. So we can run that through my search merch tool. Let's see what we get. Zero results. So again, it's like a niche that you kind of created out of thin air. And this isn't me trying to, I'm trying to be constructive here and like give advice. I'm not trying to harp on you or anything like that. You did ask for advice though. So hopefully you can like kind of take this uh, in stride. All right. Know your parasites. Let's see. Know your parasites. Let's search that. And I'll do on my other monitor. Know your parasites. All right, 163 results on Redbubble, 185 on Amazon. At least this is a real niche. So this is good. Um, know your parasites. But this is the thing, right? So this this is the niche right here. It's an anti-Trump and it's kind of specific. It's tick, tick, lunatic or you know some something along the lines of that. And your product has nothing to do with that. It's almost like you have like a bacteria under a microscope or something. So it's not really, the keywords don't match with the actual niche that is getting sales. Awesome fractal pattern. So, and then it says made from French fries and ketchup mask. So again, these keywords have nothing to do with the actual design. Um, and I'm not, but when I made this, now it's like, now I'm looking bad on this YouTube video because I'm like, wait a second, does this person, are they trolling or something? But hopefully even with this design uh, having completely irrelevant keywords, I don't think most of their, I don't think most of their shop had uh, irrelevant. Okay, a lot of this acrylic stuff though. I mean, you know, you got that whole market cornered, but what is that making you? Two sales in three months or something? So maybe shift from, uh, shift out of, shift away from, this market and into something like more established or more validated for instance anything in my top five niches of the week um three more all right three more and then we'll call it a wrap all right texture of colors of my dreams file 015 leggings all right that is a terrible title as well uh 194 results you are on the second row oh no but here you go it's again it's like you having a bunch of designs on these random keywords. So yeah, again, I don't think it's really a niche. We need more positive feelings. All right, let's send that in there. Let's go into Amazon real quick. All right, you're the only person on Redbubble and you, we found your Amazon merch listing as well. Um, you have no sales because it'd be like me just stringing together a sentence of random words that no one's ever said before and then putting it on a t-shirt and selling it and being like, why didn't anybody think to search that and you know what I mean? It's like, it's not the way to do it. Um, last one, live the art, be the art, breathe the art. All right. This one sounds, I got my fingers crossed. This one feels like it's a real niche. What do you guys think? Yep. This looks like it may be no, uh, no, it's not. All right. I gave you too much credit. Sorry. All right. Now I really feel like I'm being a, a little bit of a dick, but I mean, I put together like over 200 videos on YouTube for free that can help you. And I think you skipped watching them and then went straight to posting in my Facebook group. And, you know, I'm going to give you the feedback that you requested in this video for free. You know, some people, they use the link in the description and they book consultation calls with me to get the same feedback, but they're a lot further along than this. Um, so hopefully you guys watching this YouTube video, <laughs> um, it seemed like this kind of turned into a shop of review where I shredded the shop, but like 
what I was really trying to illustrate is sometimes you got to stop for two seconds, take your niche, take your keywords, search them, search them on Redbubble, but search them on Amazon too, where we can see the BSR and we can get a better indicator of sales history, sales velocity, etc. and evaluate it from the customer perspective. Also go to Etsy. If you're selling on Etsy, perform that keyword search there, check your thumbnail against your competition. A big part of my video yesterday was you know, I see a lot of people using light background on their thumbnails on Etsy. Well, it immediately you can stand out by just using a dark colored uh, background thumbnail. And I did a consult call with somebody like a week or two ago and their best sellers all had like bright, crazy design neon backgrounds. But you know what? It worked. I was like, I, I remember being on that call and being like, dude, you're a genius for using these backgrounds. Cause I remember I searched the niche and looked at all his competition and his popped. So just, you know, sometimes the point of me uh, making this video was to say, look at your stuff from the buyer perspective and give yourself a realistic uh, audit, a realistic evaluation and see if you stand out. Are you the best in your niche? And if you can't be the best designer, can you at least be the best price? Can you undercut everybody else? If you have a bunch of people doing graphic designs, can you be the only text design in there? So be strategic, take an extra minute. And, um, you know, that can really make a world of difference. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did hit that like button, please let the YouTube algorithm know. And if you're not subscribed, you want to hit that big button. It would be appreciated, but thank you guys. I'll see you soon.